You're listening to Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Hi, everybody. I'm Brian. And I'm Wes. <laughs> I'm amazed it's taking you that long to actually do I just that. realized I should have done it. Probably because the first time I heard of Wes since March uh, the other night. Yeah, we had a really nice long conversation via text with Wes. I was asleep. I yeah, woke I up to it. I did. <laughs> oh, we, we, we're not even... We, we've just broken rank. Um, uh, well, I'm actually Joey. Sorry. <laughs> welcome, everybody, to episode 85 a minute. I'm going to try that again. Welcome, everybody, to episode 85 Five and four are really hard to say. Without 80, teeth? Yeah, without teeth. With 85 of Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Come along, everyone. Spend the next hour with us <laughs> talking about gravel bikes, adventure biking, a shortage of bike parts due to the coronavirus, bike packing, bike camping, or just playing bikes. It's good to see you, Jay. Sometimes we talk about bikes. It's good to see we you, talk, too. We talk about bikes a lot. There was a... There's a there's a couple new members of the sit club and they're talking about something on the board. I don't think they realized I was on the board and yeah. like my background in cycling and yeah. I don't know. And it was basically they were trying to explain something. I was like, oh, I'll see Brian like six times this week. <laughs> they're like, well, you see Brian that much? I was like, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it's definitely at least once a week. Oh, I haven't seen you though in this week very much no. at all. Yeah, that's weird. No, Felt I was weird. just saying. Uh, Felt weird. That was, uh, I didn't. Well, before we get too far off the rails... Any new Patreon or PayPal support or T-shirt sales or sticker pack sales? Uh, just a don in case we get some new stimulus checks, but that's about mm-hmm. it. I uh, I still need to get Marcus's T-shirt. Marcus, I'm going to have that for you at the shop. It'll give well, me a good excuse to come see you. He did call like six times today well, asking I'm ha- about his I'm, stuff. I'm going to have it at the shop for you because um, you said that was okay to do, and that'll give me another excuse to come see Joey tomorrow. So that'll be good. Right? Right? That tomorrow? Awesome? Tomorrow. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah I'll come see you tomorrow. Uh, what have you got in front of you that you're drinking over there, Joey? Uh, the water from the sunflowers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a Moscow Mule. Nice. With what a you, lot of lime juice. I'm re- you, I've been into limes this summer. Are you out of beer? Yeah, I think I have like two. Well, actually, that's a false statement. Okay. I have a lot of stouts and porters in this house. I probably oh, have like four or five, six packs. It's not that time of year. But I'm saving them for the winter because yeah. they're all the good ones. Yeah. And we're getting close to that winter time. We're getting close we're getting to there. like that late October when the air yeah. begins to get crisp mm. during the course of the day and that late afternoon day drinking. I got... Yeah, because the sun goes down early. Oh, yeah, well, that actually doesn't good. happen anymore until nice November. Nice beers. Yeah. I, I have actually a another six-pack of that peanut butter stout um, some listeners sent me. Oh, save it. Um, save it's it. still in there. I have some stouts from... Wilmington, my friend Dan sent me. I have some mm. other just bought. Dennis brought me one. So they're all just stashed. Oh, they Some they are save. still cold. Yeah, they I save. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm ready for stout season, but I'm I'm looking for another sour to try this week. Have you noticed the early mornings the last week or so have been kind of crisp in the morning, like in the 60s? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's They've been, good. I mean, felt good. I was so comfortable out kayaking yesterday in the middle of the day. Yeah. Like it, I was wearing long sleeve pants and shirt, mm. but yeah. I was, it was nice. Yeah. They were really breathable. Could have been naked, but so I'm not. I'm not drinking anything. I'm still kind of feeling a little. I do not have Rona, but I'm still just kind of feeling kind of drugged down and beat up. My shoulder hurts from lifting the kayak the other day, and you know, fighting with my bikes, even though I haven't ridden them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to go see the orthopedic surgeon with me. No. Do you want me to go first? 
Oh, you already started. Oh, I've already started. Do you want me to just, just yeah. dive right in? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Joey has down here because Joey did the show notes this week. Thank you, Joey. I actually didn't do much considering you had to add the messages. Ah, that's okay. It's Man, look at how much you stuff. added in the after news. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just... All right. So stuff. I copied the show notes from last week, changed some numbers, added Strava Club, this or that. <laughs> trying to do my part. <laughs> you know. Left some of the old news in there, but that's okay. I, know, I left the old news so we could bring it back up. We want to bring that back up? The Gravel database? Oh, yeah. Well, we, we can talk about that. Yeah, I yeah. think that's the only old news I left, right? There's, yeah. There's no new update on that. No, I just want to keep emphasizing the... Oh, ah, okay. Okay. Yeah. I got it. I think no, we that's should talk about thing. it every episode. Yeah, actually... Until no, we have billions and billions. What I'll do is... Um, that it's is a looking fan- good. That's a fantastic idea. And I've got a couple of routes to add. What I'll do is I'll highlight the new routes that I add each week. Yeah. I didn't add any of this week because I did a lot of work um, on the week before. I still so. haven't given you my route. Uh, no, no. That's okay. <laughs> I still got... I got a lot to put in there. We'll do it during stout season. Okay. So, Joey did the show notes. And at the top of my section, it just says bitching about tires. <laughs> and is everybody... Man, I had an rate customer call me today. <laughs> Bitching about tires. Actually, I called him, and he's just. I thought he was mad and hung up on me. No, I was. I want to get. I want. Let's clear the it was air. A heat of passion. It was were. clear the air. I was. I was upset with a whole bunch of other things when I talked to you on the and phone I just, today. I just took the blunt of it. But I. No, you did no, not. Just, was I? Was I? I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna be dramatic about it. I was probably a little short with you, so let me apologize. I thought you were mean, him, but or I thought you were mad at me. No, not mean no, at me. No, no, you no, know I, I like, can't well, be mad at I've you. Been wait, I've been waiting on the tires. But I'm. I'm mad at Rona. And I'm mad at a bunch of people out there buying up all my stuff, <laughs> and I can't get what I need. You want some Alibaba so, Continentals? Let me let me yeah, <laughs> let me walk all the way. I decided. Oh, you had to walk if you keep getting flats. So I decided last week to kind of take the week off. I needed to fish for tournament fishing. Um, the weather was kind of, and so I decided. You know what? It's a good time. I'm going to take. The week off. When I say took the week off, I just took the five days, Monday through Friday. And I was going to ride again on Saturday. Um, and lo and behold, I come back on Saturday to find that my bikes now hate me. All of them. <laughs> all of them. None of them like me anymore at all. You need to buy a new one. I jump. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. To teach, <laughs> that would teach them a lesson, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so I jump on the Roubaix. Take the Roubaix out. And now I've had some problems with the tires. Uh-huh. I had to put bacon in the front. And I had like a total failure on the real tire. But it, and a part of this is, you know, biking in the age of Rona. I'm, I'm having to hobble together stuff. So I set an old tire. And I'm like, okay, it's got a tiny cut in it. I'm going to put a tube in there. It'll be okay. I go out like just before I did this, because this, this is to go all the way back to the week before. And it went fine. So yeah. I, I have no reason to think that when I get on this Roubaix on Saturday to go out, that I'm going to have any issues. Two miles, two miles, explosion comes out of the back, and it's just, it's done. The tire's half ripped to shreds, you know, so get back to the house. Yeah, that's okay. I got another bike. I got a Roubaix. I I got my Diverge. I can just jump on my Diverge, and then I'm sitting there thinking, ah, you know, with the weather, it's kind of wet. She's probably been on that bike to begin with. Jump on the Diverge. I head out, and I'm about, I don't know, four miles in down on Wolgamoth. So I do a lot of out and backs. Oh, Wolgamoth. Wolgamoth is off of um, Solar's Wharf. I dropped the H bomb. No, it's not. What the heck is Wolgamoth? So it, it's it's um it's just a little out and back about a mile off of uh, Solar's Wharf. Really nice, pretty little road. It's got a fish pond next to it. Does it have the old Chevy truck in the woods? Yes. Oh, that's got a little punchy hill. Yeah. Yeah. It oh, does. Yeah. 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 It does. Um, so I've I get done down some the- uh, discreet photos on that truck. Oh, that's a smart thing. 
Because it, no, it, it was good. cool. Yeah. It was cool. I took photos, but I, yeah, it'd be a good one to put you up there in a speedo and across the <laughs> <laughs> When I say discreet yeah. photos, there is there is GTD no, uh, calendar. <laughs> there is absolutely no way that's happening. But anyway, I get down to the end where I'm going to do the turn. Yep. And I think it's I at first I thought that the, the front wheel slipped out from under me on because the pavement was wet. And I'm like, no, no way that's supposed to happen. I run like 50 PSI. Yeah. You know, it's got a nice little, you know, that's cushy. And it's like, mm-hmm. no way, just a little bit of wet pavement with no. And, and this, I know you're going to give me a hard time. You, I know, but I'm just riding along. J, I'm JRA. <laughs> I'm JRA you on the turn. Else. The front wheel shoots out from under me at slow motion, dumps me, scrape up my knee, scrape up my elbow, but it's slow motion. So it's like, no big deal. It's like, whatever. You hop back up. Uh-huh. And I look at it and I go, uh, you know, I just, I don't know what happened there. I'm, I'm seeing that it's, I didn't even think the bike was flat because I thought it was, it was wet. So I, I get the bike, I straighten it up and I get back on it and start to head off. And it's like, whoa, front tires, totally flat. It had a ripped sidewall, like a hole in the sidewall. I don't know if that came from the fall or if it came from somewhere else and it was getting soft because I could put air back in and it would hold it for a little bit. And then after you'd go like maybe 100, 150 feet, it was like, oh, there, it's done now. Um, so that's second bike in one day. So I totaled six and a half miles last week. <laughs> and by design, I took, I, you know, took and take a week off. And, you know, I... I Was that I, English? I took a week off. Oh. I took a week off. <laughs> I'm excited You got to the North Carolina language. <laughs> so, so I'm thinking no big deal. It's got a little rip in the sidewall. Shouldn't be an issue. Shouldn't be a problem. Let me just throw a tube in there. Mm-hmm. And I go to rip my bag open to my Diverge. I had taken all, <laughs> all the, the tubes th- out of my Diverge, put them into the speed sleeve on the Roubaix because I was worried about that tire. So there I'm with Ugh. no no recourse, no action. So yeah, I get the lift. You need to pull a Herb Brooks on these. Uh, What's a Herb Brooks? You know, the uh, 1980s hockey coach. Right before uh, everything, he brought in that, uh, that, um, that college hockey player from Minnesota. Okay. It kind of formed a bond. So, like all your current bikes, you know, they gotta, they gotta, oh, they're they gotta form a bond and like start working again. They get scared of the new bike coming in. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I, I, so you, you know, put, you show up with a new bike, and they're like, oh, we better uh, get our act together. I don't know. But I'm I'm sitting at the end of Wolgamoth, right? Yeah. And I've I've got the bike now. This is the second time I put air in it. It got a little ways, and then it was flat again. I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna put the tube in it. So I'm sitting there, kind of like tinkering with that angle of this thing. Here comes this big dude in, in a U, big Yukon. And I'm kind of leaned against a row of mailboxes. He pulls up in front of the mailboxes, like with the, the grill, like facing me. Mm-hmm. And he sits there. I kid you not, for like 45 seconds or a minute while I'm tinkering with the bike. And then all of a sudden, the truck moves like another 20 feet towards me. And he sits there for 10 or 15 seconds. Finally, the door opens up and he gets out and he goes, and I, I, I you know, I'm pleasant. Can I help you? No, 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 never. I, I'm I'm the pleasant guy. I say, hey, how you doing? He goes, oh, he goes, I'm lo- look like I'm having a better day than you. And I said, yeah, <laughs> this is a setback, you know, <laughs> no big deal, no big deal. And he looks at me, he says, nobody ever rides bikes down this road. <laughs> and I said, well, I do. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then he doesn't check the mailbox. He gets back in his truck and drives off. Weird. I thought he was going to check his mail. Oh, yeah. You, you get lost on that road. I was, You're not coming back with that I, guy. I was getting inspected. And then possibly like threatened by the old man when he pulled forward on me and then stepped out of the truck. Was it, it was weird. It was really weird. Was it an old, old Yukon? No. Oh. No. It was a big one of those big houses down by the water. Uh-huh. So it was like the gated, 
you know, gated driveway yeah. and all that kind of stuff and big brand new Yukon and here's this old guy. Yeah. So, I mean, classic douchebag thing in my opinion. But so, so I, I tried to make it up today. I, I got up early. I took the Roubaix out, put it up on the stand, mm-hmm. scrubbed it down, got all the old sealant off of it, found a Conti um, tire, I think that you had given me, that somebody was a takeoff that still mm-hmm. had life in it. And I'm like, oh, let me throw this on. It doesn't have any cuts in it. It looks beautiful. Everything's great. So I, I cleaned the bike and I you know, slapped that together, put the tube in it. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to take this bike out and give it a thrill. I'm going to go do a metric. Okay, at mile 58. Is that what I called you? Yeah, no, that's when I sent you the picture oh. of like me with my bike upside down. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> when her new tires showing up, please. I, I honestly do not understand how people with tubes suffer these shoulders. It, it, was, it yeah. was not anything. It, it was on H.G. Truman. You know that section of H.G. Truman, right where the um, uh, Calvin, J. Calvin Wood the their yard is where they got the mulch and all that stuff back in the gravel and stuff so i i went up hg truman and i usually jump over to four to come back south mm-hmm. well i decided because i was like tinkering with miles that i would just backtrack uh-huh. so i turned around on hg truman when i came down the other side literally there is like a whole pile of gravel on the shoulder and here comes big giant semi next to me at Oop. the exact same time so i thought i had picked a nice line through there but the rear tire caught a big old hunky piece of gravel. Shows poorly. And just kapow, it was done. And, it, you know, I say kapow, but it didn't really actually do that. It just kind of like slowly lost air. T- ripped it all apart. Had a tube this time, so I was okay. But I'm sitting there, I'm frustrated. It's like, you know, I just can't seem to get ahead of this. And then, you know, I know that the tires that I want are <laughs> on yeah. like infinite back order. So I'm pulling it up right now. You know, so they're never going to show up. They're not going to. They're not going to be around, and so I'm going to be forced to buy some tires that I don't want, and it's well, You didn't like it when I told you that. So no, I didn't. I'll get you some uh, tear veilers or something. Yeah, because I don't want tires that I don't I want. I could get you 700 by 32s that we can make work. They'll fit in there. I don't think they would. Oh, I'll, well, I got we, sandpaper. We, we, <laughs> Carbon's malleable. <laughs> There's three left. We could we could put, like, what is it that your buddy did, like, with the seat stay to make the extra tire fit? Just bend it. Oh, know? well, he was, he was drunk on uh, and <laughs> power. <laughs> and I think he's taking, like, a C-clamp and some other stuff. So that's that's been my last week and my frustration. And, and I do. I do want to apologize to you because I, I it was never my intent. You know I love you deeply and dearly. <laughs> And you know that it's, I know that it's not your fault that all these jack hats are out there buying up all these tires going, hey, look, I got these great tires. I don't know what to do with them, but I got eight of them now. <laughs> I know. Hoarders. You see, you're not a prepper. That's the problem. That's exactly right. You, you should be like, stat, you should have had 30 by now. On the, uh, not to switch topics again or switch gears to a different podcast, but my old town group. Because people keep breaking pop props. So you've been telling me they're and they're hard are, to find. Someone's hoarding them. Yeah, though people like will post a picture. It's like, look, I got fifteen props today. Like, what do you need? You need two. Man, you need to you buy need a kayak that's two. not going to break that often. <laughs> oh, sorry. So There's twenty fives available. Twenty? No, I don't want to go that that. Daddy's fit fine. You don't want the. Th- There's three thirty twos left. I'll buy you two of them. No, 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 no. I, I, I'll, I'll, ho- I'll continue to hobble together. <laughs> I'm just. Everyone's or, raving about the GP five thousands, and so, and that's why you know, I will be totally upset though if those things show up 
and I put them on the bike, and then the first week I get a cut, which is what oh. always seems to happen with my S works. Always, oh, well. I would get, and I think this S works are softer, mm-hmm. and so the the GPS the the five thousand should hold up a little bit better. But I'll be salty if that first week that tire cuts. I am I am about up to here with tires on my well. bikes. <laughs> so anyway, we'll we'll come up with a solution and I'll be fine and I'll be happy. Because I know I keep I keep I've gone through like three tubes in the last what? Passion? Well, I guess no. I couldn't do the. You got to start patching them because tubes are just as hard to get. And that's what I'm saying. And I don't like patching tubes because they never hold up. At least mine don't. Maybe I'm just not very good. My patching technique needs a little bit. It does. Needs a little bit to be desired. But I've been patching tubes because we can't get tubes right, certain it's, sizes. It's, it's, the the um the one on the Roubaix actually ripped when that uh, when it exploded and it it just it shredded. So there's no patch in that. And the one today, I'm not a hundred percent sure it's got a hole in it. I'm wondering if just hitting that tire actually, hmm. I don't know. Those tires, I think, are out of stock, too, so don't go through <laughs> the Pathfinders. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I need one of those, uh, too. And need, actually, the the two I got in the 42s, I got some 38s. They uh, won't fit my Diverge. I've already sold them. They won't fit in my Diverge. I'm going to check on that right now. Nope. Pathfinders. Tires. I need 38s for my I'll Diverge. I'll say the 38s were out of stock. The 42s I got. Yeah, of course. Uh, Joe Oster bought uh, for his gravel bike, let's see, Urban Adventure. So at some point, I'm going to need I need I need all new tires on all my bikes, and I'm probably going to have to sell my tarmac to fund it all because I never <laughs> ride that bike. And and that's another thing I think we're yeah, going to talk. They're about saying late now. August for any 38 Pathfinders. Uh, late August. Well, it is almost late August, so that's yeah. only a couple for of the weeks. tubeless ready ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, get get me in line for those. Give me like eight of them. I'm gonna start hoarding these things. I'm gonna get like everybody else. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like all the other yo-yos out there and buy like up the entire stock. How many can you get? Thirty-two. I'll take them. I want them all. <laughs> give them. Give them all to me. I want order like all of them, Joey. Five. I put a I put a dozen on back order. And they'll ship when they show up. And I'll buy them all because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of COVID. I'm tired of Corona because that's the real problem here. That's the real root of all of the bad things. Rona? Yes. It's 2020 yes. is not Rona. So, I don't know. I'm, I want to turn. <laughs> I, I, I'm done. I'm going to come down now. <laughs> I'm actually going to take my headphones off. You need some vodka? I'm, I'm going to go outside. I'm going to walk around. It's <laughs> <laughs> a walking around, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what's going on with you, Joey. I'm going to sit over. All right. Be, you know how many flats I've had quiet. in the last three weeks? How many? Zero. <laughs> yeah, I know I've had why. zero bike problems because I've been riding a bike. <laughs> it's great. I don't have to worry about it. I actually need to uh, probably refresh my tubeless soon. Yeah. Um, I do have sealant. Well, sealant's uh, tubeless stuff. Like I, Someone asked me, uh, I think it was Ashton today, he's like, why, did you, why do you have all this tubeless tape? It's like, because it's getting like, I don't want to be the guy that doesn't have any and I have bottles and bottles of sealant. Yeah. Um, I got, yeah. I got. I mean, I was pulling tape from like DT Swiss, Muckoff, Stans, whiskey. I usually just carry all whiskey tape. Yeah, because because but tubeless tape's almost non-existent now. You're you're being really smart. You're getting ahead of it because if tubes well, are going to go away, other stuff. Yeah, everybody's yeah. going to go. Well, I'll just go I got tubeless. valves. I got sealant. Smart man. I'm like um, you are a very smart uh, man. Burton, Reba McIntyre, and trimmers. Nice prepping. <laughs> um, well, it'll help since we are shutting down the bike industry in October so we can recoup all of our inventory. What did you tell us why you weren't riding your bike? Oh, yes. Well, it still has. 
Actually, I need my doctor's. I never actually fully looked at it. Yeah, I need. So I went to the ortho surgeon yesterday. Early, I was his first appointment yet. I was like the fourth to be seen, which is kind of messed up. Mm, I did. I told Jess I'm in the waiting room. Like, you know, I'm about half the age of most of these people here, so I think he just put get. To, you know, I'm not the old grumpy guy. These people are. <laughs> um, so what? I don't even actually know what I had. Um, I'll ask the physical therapist next week. But can I throw some stuff out? Was it a ligament issue? Or yeah, m- ligament. Well, so. Dislocation of the patella, which I already knew I had. Ooh, Casey well, that's, has that. My daughter has that. That's tough. Uh, well, that's what happened to me in high school. That's what they declared it. Mm-hmm. And then, so basically, I have fractured or bruised ligaments or something. I don't know. Jess knows. Um, I kind of was like, yep, don't need surgery. And kind of was like, all right. <laughs> so you have the LCL, the MCL, and the ACL. I don't know. And you don't know which one of those it is? I don't know. It could just, be all uh, of them. I kind of lost track once he said I need surgery. <laughs> okay. I do have physical therapy coming up. But you're going to avoid surgery. Right. Yeah, hopefully. He did say, which was... So, Get the, I don't know how this works. And obviously, it's not bike-related, but it is bike-related because I can't sure ride a bike. Yeah. He said, I had extra bone in my knee from the first injury. He okay. said, which is great because if he needs to do surgery anytime, yeah. he has extra bone to work. I mean, how do you have extra bone? Um, Probably like bone spurs. When you, wow. when your bone is injured, it'll... Probably why it always feels funky when I... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It always feels yeah. like it's going to fall off when I pop my knee. Yeah. My knee's been popping a lot lately. Oh, God. It is so sore sorry. still, but... Basically, I have to overstrengthen my knee again, which happens. So basically, I was told the first time I have more my knee stronger on one side of my kneecap, my patella, and that's why it happens. So I got to strengthen both sides. So which I don't know, maybe it'll help my cycling. Um, and that's fine. He was more concerned about my back. I see. I don't have back problems when I have my bike though, Dude, you're but I get way- some days where like my back is intolerable to lay down way too young to be falling apart that's what he said he says we have to work on my neck in my back um i start pt on monday okay um because that's the serious one that's the one that could need surgery soon okay but apparently i have fractures or some things in there i don't know it sounded pretty serious wow it sounded like i should know more jess knows all but we're gonna try pt for a few months that's true jess knows all well, she went through all of it. I mean, she already... So before we left the parking lot, she had pretty much my physical therapy appointment made for me. Yeah. Which was nice. Um, she takes care of you, man. Yeah. That's awesome. So it was like 7 in the morning, which... I, the, the, it's funny because I was debating on my fishing time next month. I was like... <laughs> I do, no, I'll do physical therapy early and I'll go fishing in the afternoon. Yeah. Um, And I'll actually see about my bike riding next Monday from the physical okay. therapist. Okay. So that's why I haven't been getting flats or anything. I'm right. not riding my bike. <laughs> You're lucky. I am getting itchy. Like... I really want to hop back on just ride my Sequoia for the fall um, with some slicks from 38s. I think it could be good for you. Talk to them. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to throw some flats on there and maybe cruise to work and just, you know, to ride around Solomon's from here. That's like 10 mile loop. Just a little rotation and and keeping it real low in the zone. It could be good for you. But wait for, wait to see what they say. Oh, yeah. So I'm waiting on Monday. You don't don't want to go. Maybe it's, um, I have to start Zwifting. For you know, short periods of time. Yeah, that's a good. You know, yeah. well, I, I consider it like an exercise bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I when me. I did that crazy two thousand mile month mm-hmm. on Swift, I mean, it was all low and slow. Just yeah, I need zone to go low and slow. One, zone two, and you know that way I can actually ride in Pennsylvania this fall. And that drops weight. Yeah, I got a lot to lose. Um, but yeah, that's my my uh, medical update. So you like some- I said, I basically when he said. No surgery and stuff. I was like, oh, I was kind of z- not zoned yeah. out, but uh, I was more relieved because yeah. my heart rate was racing because of that. I, I think we could probably find somebody in the GTD community 
that pretends to be a doctor that could probably uh, give you a better diagnosis. Probably play one on the internet or on the on the TV or whatever. I mean, Donald Trump plays a president on TV. That's what Dave always tells me. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't political. That was just a joke. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> no, like I, I am getting itchy. I did tell you yesterday. I was like, yeah, I like that on my free time now as I'm just going fishing. Yeah. But uh, that's because of Rona in a bike shop. But you're you're pedaling the kayak. Yeah. So I don't have many issues doing that. Yeah. There's not much resistance. You don't have yeah. to go up a hill. No. That's just up, uh, up the wind. Yeah. <laughs> I covered a lot of water yesterday too, but um, I don't really have much. The typical. Because I haven't been riding. I've been working on everyone's bikes. Um, Got any weird repairs? See, I feel like sometimes I have re- like I have weird repairs. I just have weird customers. Let's say not repairs. <laughs> like I have, I have the weirdest people calling me. It's uh, I, I had like thirty phone calls today. Like in a row, I didn't have any one local call me. It's like, yeah. hey man, you got the roll, you got the rock. I was like, no, I was like, stop calling shops. No one's sending you this bike. Like, I just need to make a nationwide speech on YouTube. So they the want protocol. you to. They want you to like. They're calling from like Indiana. And Everyone they calls. Want, they want I had some guy to- from Mexico the other day. Like. Huh? Here's so and so patching through. I was like, <laughs> "How bizarre oh, is that?" Um, well, let them know. Just, it's getting it's getting so annoying, and especially during the month of October because it's all shutting down. Yeah, we're all shutting down. Don't call yeah. me in October. Yeah, don't call any <laughs> bike shop in in October. They're all taking the month off. I did get, and we did get like five or six bikes today. I'm trading a lady. She never rode it. Um, she bought a Journeyman like three months ago and decided like right after she didn't want to drop our bike. But mm. she basically bought it because it's the only bike available from us. Mm-hmm. And um, I told her, I was like, eh, don't ride it. You know, maybe ride around the neighborhood. And she's like, I told her, called the other day. She's like, yeah, I haven't actually touched it. And I'm trading her a flat bar Cirrus. So oh, I nice. get another journeyman back in the store. Yeah, nice. And we do have a journeyman. I think I talked about that last time. And a flat bar journeyman. So I got two. I got a drop bar, a flat bar, and I'll have another drop bar. Okay. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah, no weird repairs. You know, I had someone call today that was, um, you know, had an emergency, like, like, like even so, on the side of the road, trying to make no like, about tires. Was about to leave somewhere tomorrow. I was like, well, don't, my problem, your problem's not my problem, buddy. <laughs> Did you tell him that? <laughs> no, I wanted to. I'm really close to the snapping rule. <laughs> um, I was like, well, that's not my problem. Like, I'm 40 deep or whatever. You know, today. <laughs> it's like, yeah, but. It's me. Yeah. Anyway. Um, hey, we got a voicemail. You want to go to listen to yeah, the voicemail? Yeah, I say that way I don't say something stupid. Let's listen to the voicemail. You got to wait for you to get your headphones on. Okay, you ready? Here we go. I want to make sure we got good volume. Okay, there we go. Well, hello. This is Brian Nelson from Valparaiso, Indiana. Love you guys' show. Um, I just got a new bike in my stable. Happy about it and also kind of disappointed about it. I got a new Salsa Cutthroat, the Apex One, which is totally wicked compared to my AWOL. How did you get that? Totally different machine. (laughs) I got it home, ran, rode 10 miles, then did a big 70 miler with my buddy, and I noticed maybe halfway through it, when I got to the low end of the gearing on on the cassette and the high end, he was willing to jump on me. Hmm. Then I commuted to work, came home, put it on my uh, work stand, was going through the gearing and noticed there was a domed nut missing to hold the derailleur hanger to the frame. 
Huh. And so instantly I called Celsa, and they said that was a problem on the bear greases and the cutthroats. So the straight expo goes all the way through, threads into the derailleur hanger. So it was just threaded into the derailleur hanger while I rode this whole time. And I had it checked out by a mechanic, and they said it was all good. But for anybody else out there who has that, beware of that. And they told me it wasn't specced right at the factory or Loctited, possibly. And I'd like to know your guys' reviews, what you guys think and others think about the salsa cutthroat. Thanks, guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for that. That's um, I'm I'm curious to hear Joey's take on that because he's the mechanic in the house. I only play a mechanic on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I did notice. Um, I've been paying attention to that a lot more recently, and I don't know why. And that's that's that, like popped in my head. Exact. I knew exactly what he was talking about. Oh, really? So yeah. you you've seen it. No. Oh, but you've heard But I was it. looking at recently about um, how that system works because I had one mm-hmm. in today. Actually, uh, Michael, who called last week um, about the gravel. I forgot to tell him I was the GTD guy. Not the, you know, I wouldn't be like, I'll sign your baby. Um, um, Nobody asked Joey yeah. to sign a baby, please. Uh, well, because I got his bike that he just got from uh, Sam... Uh, Oh, I gotta show you Sam Prestige's um his uh his bike. Long story. Um, and another one. Well, Marcus has a cutthroat. I don't know. I just been paying attention to all those. Okay. Because we were putting a Robert Axel project into Sam's recently. I was like, oh, this kind of looks like this whole system is a little funky. So I was playing around with it. Um. But yes, I mean, as long as salsa's aware and they have a fix, I okay. haven't had any issues yet. I, we've been going through a lot of salsas. I actually had a really hard time following. What happened there? Can you can you maybe explain to me like with it's visuals with your, with your fingers and so how- the, the the hanger <laughs> has two pieces that um, works as part of and I actually like this way more than what Specialized does. Okay, is the hanger is part of a system where the threads go th- um, go through the hanger. Yes, the actual threads go through the yes. hanger. If oh, you look okay. through all okay. your Specialized and yeah yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I don't think. It's threaded into the frame. My all city's not this way either, but it's threaded into the frame. You ding up one of those threads. Yeah. I've had to like very carefully clean out a thread on a through axle because your frame could be compromised. Ooh. So like my all city's part of the hanger. Um, the salsas are part of the hanger. Um, and I did notice with Sam's, if you didn't have an interface, if you didn't have it all set up right, yeah, the, the shifting was all over. Okay. Um, okay. Now that that explains it to me. So, the, yes. so the, the, it's a smarter the, move. It, the axle's threaded into the hanger as opposed to yes. being threaded into the frame. I do you want everyone to realize that? I think salsa was smart for that. Okay. So, so what happened was, explain to me what you what your take on what happened here. I don't know exactly what happened. There was a domed nut yeah. missing to hold the derailleur hanger to the frame. I'll okay. Have to show you. Oh, okay. No, I fo- I follow. There was a, a nut that was needed to hold the derailleur hanger. So actually the only thing holding the derailleur hanger, it was probably only half of that, not the whole piece. Right. Yeah. It was, it was just the axle holding the derailleur hanger. The derailleur hanger yeah. wasn't other, other, otherwise independently secured. To yes. The frame. You can booger it up. Ah, okay. So that makes so, sense. Okay. Um, I do, I do like the system now. Okay. Cause it allows you to do stuff in the future. But, that's what, I, that's what I couldn't quite follow was he was talking about how, it it didn't have Loctite. And I was like, well, you wouldn't want a Loctite a through axle. But um, he's talking actually, about... Actually, not a full... Not like a... 
Maybe a dab? What I would actually say works really well is nail polish on a... I wouldn't say Loctite. Okay. okay. Um, I used to do like clear nail polish on my threads. I do them on water bottle cage bolts too. Okay. But then like the other bolts, like my stem hey, stuff, I actually a, use Loctite. That's a great tech oh, tip tech right tip, there. Uh, just out of the... Just a tip. Just a, a, out um, of the blue tech tip. But like, st- you know, other parts of the bike use blue Loctite. Make okay. sure you let yeah, the yeah. Loctite cure before you put it in. A lot of people put so, it in wet. So what um, I was thinking he was talking about was that that nut, yeah. the, the piece that was supposed to be holding the derailleur hanger wasn't there. Correct. And it, that should be Loctite. Yeah. should have Loctite and torque to a specific. Yeah. Okay. Not, okay. So I'm following. I'm I following. do put the um, nail polish on the threads because sometimes over it just keeps it from wiggling out or like, vi- uh-huh. like some thread axles depending on what you're riding a lot, you know, they can slowly vibrate. You know, as they vibrate, they can kind of back off a little bit. No, so no, if no, you no. put nail polish on the threads of the through axle, okay. it just keeps it in place. I'm going to put on my tour leader hat here for a minute. Yeah. I love the you water nail bo- polish. No. I love the water bottle bolts that back out and start to rattle. Yeah, just use nail polish. No, I know I want them to back out and rattle because it's like a super easy fix that the user can never oh. figure out where it's coming from. <laughs> so or, just, it's, or it's a little lock nut on the press valve on the wheel. Yeah. So you look like a freaking genius because oh. you just fix the problem. The rattling so goes like, away. Hold on. Let me and reach that, in my pocket and then you pull out some like hyper green nail polish. That, like, that you know, ups the tip money, buddy. You, you fixed a problem oh, that right. was annoying right. and What I'll do is I'll, I'll check over the bikes. Uh, no one will know who I am and I'll set, out, I'll set you up good. Maybe now, in 2022 when tours are back. Yeah, I don't know when that's going to happen. Jeez um, Louise. I was talking. I had a customer. He might come in this weekend, and he's looking at... Um, He was looking between like a cutthroat and like a trek checkpoint or diverge, which, I mean, those are pretty... I did explain, and we had a long conversation how they were kind of far off from each other. Like, I was like, I wouldn't... I would compare the Warbird and the diverge and the checkpoint. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, Cutthroat's a beast. Yeah. Like, it's the one, you know, it's definitely probably a little bit slower in areas and, and way better in certain areas. You, you know, the Diverge, I, I can go out and take that and, and whip it mm-hmm. around on the road on the hardtop. Oh, yeah. Not not a Cutthroat. You can't, it's just going to be, it's going to bog you down a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Even the, I mean, even the new Diverge, which is a little bit, you know. But if you're uh-huh. doing gravel, gravel like something like the divide or something. Oh yeah, well he he brought up you know and stuff like yeah. he wouldn't say he didn't say divide, but he did bring up like Moco Epic and um, stuff like that where there's single track and it was like for the couple areas it's great. So I, I but, think the way to think about it is, and, and this is just coming from a layman. You tell me if I'm right or wrong. It's the cutthroat leans, leans to the mountain bike side of the. Oh, house. It's a drop bar mountain bike. Yeah, and then something like the Reverge leans. To the roadside, but they're both going to do perform well in gravel. Well, I mean, Marcus rides his on the road to the trail to ride the trail, like yeah. full single track, sure, and sure, then sure. rides home. Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely one of the things where it it's good in areas, and you can use it everywhere else. It's just a little bit extra. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think it's an awesome bike. I still want one. Oh, um, it's it's an amazing bike. Because I really otherwise everything else bike. is close to my Sequoia. Yeah, it might be prettier and lighter, but maybe that's what I need to do. I'll get me a cutthroat. Mm. They're available, right? I ordered that 56 thinking... <laughs> actually, some are. I ordered that 56 thinking you are going to buy it. Uh, you got a 56 cutthroat? No, the one Marcus bought. Oh, you didn't tell me it was there for me. It's been there for years. Oh, is it? I don't no, know. We didn't I, have it that long. I don't know what I don't know what's going on until you tell me, and I don't ever... Yeah. See, I see you like... A, like I was like, this is a good tour leader bike. Uh, I don't know. Not a cutthroat. The Diverge is my perfect bike. 
It is the like like I said, you know, and it's got the ding on the top. Now. Say, yeah, you know, you got the ding. You got that over with. Yeah, are you glad that. I did that for you while you weren't looking? Done with it. I'm gonna actually get a hammer out and tap the other side to yeah. get a matching ding. Make it matchy matchy because we gotta be matchy matchy. But um, no, I I do. That's a perfect bike. So yeah. I'm all about that. That's pretty cool. Though. I got to get new tires on it. Pathfinders, which you might not get those. <laughs> Oh, I'll rent you. Oh, I got 42 Pathfinders. <laughs> Kill him. You real rent real bikes tires. fit 42s, Brian. That would actually be a great side business right now in the age of Rona. Oh. Renting bike parts. Oh, I get, yeah. <laughs> and if I you got break two it, perfectly good bikes. You break it, you bought it. <laughs> yeah. we, got a, we got, in addition to our voicemail. Hey, thank you, Brian. That was a fantastic voicemail. I hope you really enjoyed that bike. You got a good one there. So I think, you know. I don't know how you got it. Yeah, Joey's in there. <laughs> Did you kill? <laughs> we're reading when the voicemail is playing. Joey's in there. How do you, how do you get that? <laughs> so uh, enjoy that bike. Yeah, we love that bike. I think yep. you will too. Weird on, like, it sounds like a glitch with salsa and something that they know about. Um, so, mm. but glad that you picked up one. And I guess it's kind of obvious when, when you're shifting and it doesn't want to shift right. Um, that's kind of a no brainer, but I mean, how does, how does, I'm going to be honest with you, Joey, how does a shop push that bike out? I don't it, know. I feel was, like, I feel like you would have caught that. You should have, but yeah, with, um, I don't know. I with stuff being not going to be extremely busy, you know, some stuff just slips through. True that. I'm not going to lie. You know, True stuff that. slips through here and there. When True you that. Got, True that. You know, yeah, you, yeah. you could just get pulled away for a second and forget. Yeah. With a customer. On, on a checklist. Someone and calls and about a freaking rock hopper and you forget. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we got a um, email to Matthew Riding Pastor. Uh, we've heard from Matthew in the past. Love that he's listening and got past our um, West dropping profanity all the time. Thank you yeah. for sticking around with us, Matthew. Um, I, he sent a message that said, love the gravel routes, need more North Carolina routes. Absolutely. Um, but I would like to see about checking some of these out. So honestly, hey, Matthew, if you go out and ride some of the routes, and it's for anybody, um, if you go out and ride a route, um, we're going to, I want to have reviews too. So oh, you yeah. can go to the website, you can comment on it. And oh, you can? Yeah. Oops, yeah. Sweet. And say, hey, I rode this route this past weekend. Da, 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 da. Well, maybe there's a washed out bridge now here and there. because <laughs> It's going on in uh, Pennsylvania yeah. right now. So, you know, that that would be awesome. Definitely, if you do that, please, Matthew, toss us some uh, photos and some thoughts and some comments and anybody else that uh, happens to jump on the GTD Gravel database and rides a route. Let yep. us know what you thought. Oh, hey, we're segment. We're going we're gonna to get serious now. Can we call this a new segment and have something every week? Sure. TED we're, Talk. We're going to have a TED Talk. Everybody knows what a TED Talk is, <laughs> and it gets real geeky. Oh, this gets geeky. <laughs> and they get real uh, in-depth. So, someone shouldn't and have <laughs> this much time to do something like this, <laughs> or this much creativity. <laughs> so, in this TED Talk, our good friend Skinny Ted talks socks and colors with everybody. I, I actually wish we would have had him on to actually run through this, but I think it's going to be more I fun about that. Um, I'm just, you want me to just read through his analysis or do you want me to read a paragraph and then we can kind of react? How do you want to do this? Do you want to comment? If you have something to say as I'm reading through. All I'm saying was I was right. Yeah, I, I'm going to give you props. I got props for you, buddy. I got props. I got props because I did the I same fashion. thing. Okay, I'm going to talk about that in a minute. You did. I so did it said, like all right, underwear. Brian and Joey, as a man never intimidated by controversy. He's one of the most creative, creative people I think I know. I mean, this, 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 this walkthrough is ridiculously creative. As a man never intimidated by controversy and also a bit neurotic about color, 
the Great Sock Matchy Matchy debate of 2020 can go on no longer. And he's got photos that Joey's going to put up on Instagram. He says, in this corner, the Ridge Supply Skyline Fire. My sock of choice for a very long time. Okay. Um, Long considered the ideal match to the impeccable GTD jersey. Its bright hues have long been believed to be the pinnacle of the matchy matchy game. And that I held that view, Joey. You know that. I held that view. I did hold that view. Um, in the this corner, the ridge supply finish finisher-ish. It was the sock that was the finisher sock for the 2020 Croatan Buck 50 150 distance. Hey, I got them. Distributed as a consolation prize to the heartbreak of cancellation. The more subtle hues of this contender don't bring the flash. But earthen tones hearken to the dirt we call home. That's poetic right there. It's poetry. In I don't it. know what's more creative, this or his song. Uh, I, this is in my book. Um, and he brought something new to the mix. And in this corner, because for some reason, our ring is like a weird triangle thing. <laughs> the hand up VHS. This dark horse, a hipster callback to the boxy video ribbons of our youth and Brian's late 20s. <laughs> Sports bands of color strikingly similar to the prize. As a man of science, I've employed my trusty objective. I don't even know this is a, this is a big word. Spectrophotometer. Spect- that's a thing I'm guessing. It's a, it's a I don't know. That's I don't someone know. with a graphic design degree. <laughs> Don't only come up with that. Uh, I've employed my trusty objective spectrophotometer to sample the four most similar areas of color on each garment. A test I call the four horsemen of the socalypse. <laughs> this is brilliant, man. This is brilliant. I then average the delta E. How us color dorks quantify matchy matchy and determine the winner. See the results below. All in all, they are awesome riding companions and better than beat-ass white fishing socks. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Ted. There's some nasty-ass Sarah socks. Hashtag color dork. Hashtag love you by. So if you want to see all of this, and we're going to talk about what the results were because he actually put the results in the photo. But if you want to see this for yourself, you can head over to Facebook and join the GTD Grody's Facebook group. Anyone can join. We are not picky. And I think, Joe, you're going to put them up on Instagram too. Too, yep. Yep. So... And hands down, the winner was the hand up VHS sock. It really does match almost perfectly. And for a long time, Joey, and I'm going to give you full props here. I was a Ridge Supply Skyline Fire believer. I thought that that sock could not do any better to match the GTD Sunset jersey. We all make mistakes. Okay. But... I saw what Ted did when he laid them all out together. And yes. that Ridge Supply finisher-ish, finisher-ish yep. hands down over the Skyline Fire. In fact, on my ride today, what did I what did I sport? The Ridge Supply finishers. Yes, sir, I did with my Ish. GTD jersey and my new uh, uh my new kicks. But the the BHS one looks really good with the GTD. Yes. No, that one technically won. It did. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so today, in talking to Ted, and you may not, you may or may not have seen this because I know you're not on Facebook a lot. No, no, no. What actually won? I think the VHS did. What? Wait, wait. How does this work? The last one, the average Delta E two thousand. 
Is it yeah. better to have a higher number or lower number? Lower number. So the skyline oh, like doubled one. The skyline fire was way off the hook, um, and then the 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 finisher was was you know way up there with it, and then the the hand up was hands hand up was hands down the winner. So today I'm talking to Ted on Facebook, and I say, Ted, I need a link for this, please. Please send me this link. And with my track record in the time of Rona, what do you think is going to happen when I click on that link for the VHS? Probably Fine. you get spammed. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. Um, I was worried that it, they were not going to be there. No, they weren't there, were they? Nope, they're there. Oh. And I have pairs coming for all of us. Oh, is that what you... Yes. Oh, man, I told Joey you. that I've got a you present coming for you. I bought a whole bunch of socks to match the GTD sunset jersey, and a pair is coming your way, Joey. Oh, I'm not going to keep you in suspense any longer. I, I know, told that's you. That's why I do hate orange stuff because of that. I, and I felt bad because I, I sensed that you were upset with me. And I, I thought I need to I need to make things right with Joey because I got to show him how much I love him, and profess my my love for him uh-huh. even even when Jessica won't. Um, so the hand up. Would you like me to make a PT appointment for you, Joey? <laughs> uh, if you want to go with me next Monday at seven a.m. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm gonna pass on that. Um, so I've got some of the VHS socks coming our way and and a lovely pair for you. Can we ask why Ted has a grenade in the picture above his socks? Because that's what that little thing looks like. So I'm like. 2020 I, grenade. I'm guessing that that is the spectro thing. Uh, I, I bet. Is that I, like the thing you get at the beach and you take your picture and you put it through? That's what it looks like too. Huh. I, uh, it actually looks like like a like a um. What are they? The improvised uh, explosive IEDs? ID. Anything could be an IED because <laughs> it's got like the little button on top oh, and it's yeah. got like like a weird doing, shape Ted? underneath of it and. Did you mean Ted? Did you mean for that to be in the photo? I mean, were you maybe that's like you know you unscrew that jeweler thing. <laughs> Let me look at these colors. I you well, know. they all look good. They're all made by Defeat in the long run. Mm-hmm, yeah. So Defeat's you know. yeah yeah. Um, well, I I today before my ride because it's very seldom that everything in my house was clean. So my finisher-ish <laughs> socks were clean, and my Skyline Fire socks were clean because they're my only two socks that I now wear. Because my sock game is so bad <laughs> that <laughs> those are the ones for me. So I did. I laid them out on the bed. I laid everything out and I took a long, hard look. I opened up the windows. You know, I got a lot of natural light in the house. It's like an oven, like an easy bake oven up in there. <laughs> and uh, so there it is. I'm looking at it. And Joey, you were, your hands down between the finisher ish oh, no, and the skyline fire. <laughs> no, between those two, set aside the actual winner. Oh, yeah. Between the finisher-ish and the Skyline Fire, buddy, you were on point. They look good. I, I wear them to work a lot. You were on point. I, I'm on in a sock point. pandemic, too. I have yet to buy my clothespins. Ah, I'm trying to match Safety sock. pins. I have so many rich supplies, too, I need to put together. Well, they should be pretty easy to match Whoa, when they come surprised. out of the wash. Unless they well, get- I have socks all over this house, it seems like. <laughs> <laughs> I have a huge sock tub. <clears throat> so, creativity. That is finest. the sock, the 2020... Sock, Sockalypse. Sockalypse. I love the four horsemen of the Sockalypse. Thank you, Ted. What a fantastic, fantastic analysis. I, I'll say it again. One of the literally most creative people I think I know in my world. So, um, One thing we are going to run out of time on this week because I wanted to get to that. Sorry, Travis. We were going to talk about my first aid kit, but 
we're going to do that next week. Uh, some duct tape, ibuprofen, and Pepto-Bismol. Crazy glue. And you got it. Yeah, vitamin I, that's it. So I, I got a tech tip, Joey. Yeah. A layman's So I do have a question. Tech tech tip. Yes. About, uh, no, not a question. I want to hear what your dummy uh, unit is. So I have a park tool dummy hub. For through axle? No. So what I do, I have it for the, it's the dummy hub. Yeah. But I take the spindle off. And then I put the through axle back on with the with the the rotate oh, the, with yeah the ring like around three it. in that closet right there yeah so so putting that together it basically you just you you no longer need the dummy hub part yeah you just need the uh, spinny thing mm-hmm. I'm gonna call it the spinny thing I'm gonna get real technical it's actually I think part tool number oh. um, st for spinny thing so oh no it's not <laughs> it's uh, probably dh for dummy hub so Joey's going to get one out of his closet, which is right here next to me. So have you got, oh, you've got, that's actually a great idea. He put his in an eyeglass case. Yeah. Provided so, by Costa. So if you just, if you just unscrew the black nut off the end. Yep. And just slide the, the, um, the spinning part off, you can actually throw. Oh, does that fit over a 12 millimeter through axle? fits over a, perfectly. So, they probably perfectly. did that, you know, that's something they, uh, no, Perfectly, no, no. I might add. So, Get yourself a dummy hub, and if you don't have through axle, well, with the dummy hub, you can now, you know, use the quick release and and clamp that. You know, as a professional bike mechanic, you thought I would have known. It's a little hidden gem. United States cycling race mechanic, thought I would have known. It's a little hidden gem. In fact, Brian's over here. I don't even put them together anymore. I just throw them in the, I've still got them in the little cardboard tube that they came in. And, you know, because I do still have some, some quick release bikes laying around. The tarmac that you're about to say. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, the tarmac's going to be king when uh, group ride season comes. think so. I Maybe I, I think need we to get keep dialed it. in. I, you know what? I don't want to be that close to somebody when group riding starts. I just feel bad because you bought it from me. <laughs> no, we got a plan for that. We're going to sell it for more. And we're going to split the difference. I don't want to split the difference. No, we're going to. I'm, I'm talking about selling that. We, that's, a, that's a future conversation. So, right. so uh, we're looking for a good tarmac. There's my tech tip of the week. Get yourself, like a, get yourself a dummy hub because the dummy hub works for the quick release. You taught the dummy in the lesson. But you can also thread that spinny thing over top of a quick release, or a, excuse me, a through axle and lock it in so you can. But if you're waxing your chain, mm, then you yeah. probably don't really need it because you're taking the chain off to handle it. Um, but my Roubaix, I'm still putting uh, lube on. So today when I cleaned it all up, I you keep telling you to bring over your crock pot. You know what? I almost did tonight and then I, oh. I ran out because I was working on. Do some mac and cheese in it first, Shows. then some wax. So let's look at Strava Club. What's going on in the world of Strava? All right. So I picked three random numbers. The second one I didn't pick on purpose. It's just one of my favorites. <laughs> um, but we do have Matt Eglinton um, from Alexandria, Virginia, um, with 223.1. Big miles. Then we got Mike Kreider from, I can't, Latitz. <laughs> Is that really it? I mean, it's, it's I didn't lit it. Lit it. Lit it. L i t t. Let it snow. L i t i t z. Lit it. But lit it. Lit it's Pennsylvania with one hundred and forty-four point four. Then we had Chris Rambo. Um, <laughs> Chris Rambo <laughs> uh, from Lewis, Delaware, with one seventy-five point four. I wonder if he uh, knows Fortacious Frankie. Maybe they ride together. Maybe um, you they put, know if, if you're a rider in Lewis, Delaware. 
and you're putting up those kind of miles, you probably know Frankie because there's only like 20 people in Delaware, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the way it works. And and, it, and there's like 18 of them that they fish, and there's only two people that ride the bike. So oh. therefore, Chris and Frankie are fast friends. I know. Ooh. I know they've got to know each other. So, man, I would lo- just think of John Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever see, you remember uh, Parks and Recs when um, Andy destroys the TV uh, during the election? So he's like doing um, this. He's remaking movies like himself, and he does like Babe, and then Roadhouse, and he does uh, John Rambo. Does he? I, oh, it's awesome. I I need to go back and <laughs> and watch that on next. I told you I'm in the middle of Norseman. What? You see Norseman on Netflix? So it's like, are you take? Is that because it's teeth, or is it called Norseman? Norseman. Okay, because it's a Viking thing. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're telling me yeah. about the the Vikings. So uh, take the take the TV show The Vikings, and then half it, make it a half hour long, and make it a sitcom. And it's it's golden. I just I I have thoroughly enjoyed it. It's probably not everybody's um, cup of. I've never mead. really been in the Viking stuff. You, you missed my joke. It's not everybody's cup of mead because the Vikings drink mead. Oh yeah, I do love so, mead. Um, it, it is actually quite funny. It's it's a lot of fun. So well, you want to know a tech tip on uh, TV nowadays? Ooh. I realize on Hulu. Um, I do have Hulu. I mean, I got a student plan the other day. I got like Hulu, HBO, or something, and Spotify for five dollars. <gasps> Score, because yeah. Jess is a teacher. No, I'm. Uh, oh, and you're a student. Student at a college. Nice. Um, she could probably keep that as a teacher too, though. I had to verify my transcript or something. Oh. I had to go through and look me. Anyway, um, I found the other night like I was wanting to watch Seinfeld, and like Hulu has it broken down into so many different categories. Like mm-hmm. Seinfeld, like um, they have the top 10 like hulu seinfeld they have everything so like the best 10 they've ever made a seinfeld and stuff it was oh that's great it was awesome because there's not a bad episode in that yeah and it's also like if you if you were all the funny ones if you were a seinfeld fan you don't need to watch the whole you know no ten thousand i've seen it all multiple times yeah yeah um so to get the top 10 that's awesome you know they had like all the good ones um like serenity now was last night there is the (laughs) that's um, fantastic Oh, I'm having a whole brain fart because I'm trying to think of them all. Festivus for the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, uh, anyway, there, it was so, really cool. If you go hit the options for like shows on Spotify or uh, Hulu like that. So I've got Hulu. Like, it's on my... totally all broken down. You you need to... Um, have you watched Letterkenny yet? I've already seen that, yeah. Oh, you've already seen it. Okay. Yeah. okay. Remember, I really, Wes I never saw it. Wes was the one because Wes yeah. is, you know. How are you now? Oh, Everyone knows the letter stuff. Oh yeah, good I just you. I just couldn't stand Community after like three episodes. Yeah, I can see where that's an acquired taste. I you tried have to kind of go deep with it. You have to kind of go deep with it. Yeah, um, anyway, anyway, so, well, I got in that long rant about. <laughs> what did people need to break into the top one? Uh, you needed 130. It's slowly decreasing. Maybe yeah, well, all these people are getting uh, having to tired. Go back, having to go back to work. Yeah, having to go back to work. <laughs> I don't know. Um, we went up to 613 from 612. All right. And if you're the 630th member, Brian will buy you socks. Um, Strava.com forward slash clubs forward slash gravel travel dirt no, but I'll forward say, slash Brian will not buy you socks. No, I, I will actually. If, okay. You if, we thousand, <laughs> if we hit a thousand. If we hit. You get here, the GTD prize pack. You threw it out there. 630 gets an either really tiny GTD t-shirt or go. a really giant GTD yeah. t-shirt. So <laughs> I would actually do that. That's fine. Um, uh, we got some Taco Tuesday oriented even though it's Thursday. Well, it's Thursday when well, it we're plays. We're talking Thursday. Today's Tuesday. But today's Tuesday. You know what that's I really, the day Stuart's father left. You know what I really miss? Wes? 
Well, I do, especially after talking to him this week. We we had a, a text. We had a. He didn't respond back to my text. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "All right, buddy." Um, Mo Mondays. I asked Jess yesterday. I was like, "You want to go to Mo Monday with me?" <laughs> She's like, "No, it's not there." It I so, do. I miss. Well, so, why don't we go to Annapolis one Monday? Maybe we I should ride the B and A trail. I could do that. I'll be down for that. Let's go fishing, or something. You know, something to incorporate on Mo Monday. Somewhere, in some way, some shape, some form. There's no Moe's on the Eastern Shore. We've been talking about going to the Eastern Shore for a while. Actually, no. We could come back I to, go to I'm thinking about going to Gunpowder Monday after my physical therapy. You want to go? Um, yeah, because uh, KBF tournament ends on Friday. Oh, yeah. Let's go twelve fishing. And I'm I'm actually, I'm already, we're going to talk about that on August. I'm done fit tournament fishing for August. I, I've we got should, what I got. Uh, well. We should do a, a G, um, the perfect place to do the GTD, do a, like do fishing, bike, bike riding thing. Yeah. It's because of Gunpowder. Yeah, because it runs the, right along NCR. Yeah. Oh, let's uh, do that. Not this time, but we'll do it in the fall. Well, we could practice. We could. We could, you know, I'll throw my rack on my Diverge, Ooh. put a rod holder on I got that. a new four-piece rod I'm starting to build. There you go. Let's do it. Um, so it we'll is, get the kid out here with us. It's a Mexican food-themed this or that because of Taco Tuesday. And I want to give credit where credit is due. I read through these four. It's quick, They're fantastic. Easy. They're quick and easy. They're beautiful. They're, we're probably going to have a little Because you know we're going to go in depth on them. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and Jess did them. Jess put yep. them together. Hey, everybody, if you want to hear Jess again, send some love <laughs> yeah, and asking she, for Jess. She's been a little shy the last couple I weeks. And I really want to get her back on the podcast because I do enjoy her perspective. And I miss her. I miss her being on here. So... Send a little, a little Jess She's love. She's probably just upstairs on Instagram right now. So, um, First up on this or that, mm. queso or guac, Joey? Ooh. <laughs> See, See like, they're, and they're easy. They're like, it's either this or this. It's not like a long, drawn-out thing. Mm-hmm. And it depends on the application. I, I believe I make some of the best guacamole that I've eaten. I've perfected my recipe, mm-hmm. and I'll have to make it next week. Oh, yeah, I'd love that. Um, I love making guacamole. I'm a, uh, I even got a uh, mortar pestle thing. I wow. got. I get real into it. Nice. Um, it's all about blending stuff in the right way. Mm-hmm. Anyone could just cut up crap and throw it in a bowl. Yeah. Um, being that I am somewhat lactose intolerant, queso hits me the wrong way. <laughs> but right. I do love like it's basically liquid I cheese. Lo- <laughs> it is liquid cheese. Um, I I love most queso. I hate chipotle's queso. Um, salsas has good queso too. So, Not the jar case, though. Well, like, I'm way, hot you, case you're, you're going to guac. I'm probably going guac because okay. guac is good. With, I was eating cucumbers and guac at my in-laws. Oh, that yeah. was good. Like, guac dip, is everything. You could. I dip my finger in guacamole and just look oh, it yeah. off. <laughs> I um, love guacamole. Here, here's my take on this one. Queso, you can't mess up. Guac, uh, guacam- Chipotle yeah. messed up queso. Well, Chipotle, I've, I've never had their queso. Because uh, they do guacamole right, so I why yeah, would I the get guacamole queso? is amazing. Yeah, but sometimes you go to these places and it's like I'd like the guacamole, and you know it's just like out of a plastic thing that cut the corner off and they squeezed it out, and yeah. it's like they you're phoning it in there with that stuff. I mean, I did watch the lady. I mean, you know, Chipotle always makes guac on mm-hmm. the site. I was mm-hmm. watching her doing the other day. Yep. So I would go with guac, but I'm going to give you one shot to prove to me that you got good guac. Yeah, and then I'm if if it's bad guac, I'm probably gonna go right straight back to the queso. I'm over here cramping up. Can you see? I'm like, oh, is that squir- what you're doing? I'm squirming in my chair. Yeah. <laughs> my back hurts right now, but that's because I'm old. So I, I think um, we both landed on guac. Yeah, let's be matchy matchy like the sake. Oh, oh no, yeah, you're, 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 okay. No, I, I'm a, I'm a medium or spicy salsa. 
So, lately I have been getting just the hot stuff at Chipotle. I like spice. Okay. I like, if I'm going to make salsa, I'm going to make it spicy. I'm going to try to make a spicy walk. Mm. But the spicy stuff the other day at Chipotle had me up at like one in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Did not go well. Uh, Doesn't mean I won't get it next time. Um, Because I'm usually adding stuff when I get home, like sriracha. I have this like blue agave sriracha. I just sound like a hipster when I said that. (laughs) Um, I like spice. Okay. I mean, there's too much at some point in time, but. Okay, I, this is the same thing. I, 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 we're almost on the exact same page. Yeah, sometimes I would go with spicy, much. but sometimes it's like they go nuts, and it's yeah. like I can't eat it. Oh, you, you can't eat it. You so, had the Diablo. No, sauce I'm not having at, anything oh. named Diablo. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> um, the Diablo at Salsas and Lesby. No, I'm that, not that was that. meant for the devil. I'm not. I mean, that. I mean, I assume that's why it's called it. <laughs> I got it. So you get the street tacos. At uh, salsas, uh-huh. you know, little uh, little street tacos, and I got the street tacos, carne asada, uh, la diabla, whatever. Um, oh my god, <laughs> I have never been into a restaurant or a, an establishment and had something that hot. Yeah, it, like I ate no. two of the four tacos. No, so I it's it's one of the things because I think they drenched it in it. I so usually again, ask too much. Yeah, I usually Just ask for it on the side. Yeah, and they give me like a you know like a bowl like a. Mm-hmm. And I usually drizzle a little bit of it, mm-hmm. bit of it, or you can it, dip. Oh, it's ridiculous! Yeah, yeah. it's good. <laughs> it's small doses because, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, salsas used to have a really good, or Mo's had a really good spicy salsa. But so, if I'm making salsa at home, I'm making it spicy too, as long as Jess is not eating it. So, so I think we're kind of on the same page with with spicy. A little bit of spicy is better. Yeah, but you go too crazy, and it's the same thing. I'm going to try your spicy salsa, but mm-hmm. you go too. But it's it, there's no consistency in that. It's all about whoever's making it in the back. I, mean, I know it's they, not like so. Chipotle is a horrible example. When we're talking about Mexican food. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but I, as far as consistency, like when I'm going out to get a burrito or a taco or something, I feel like Chipotle is consistent no matter what. Yeah, you can go to any Chipotle. Yeah, and get the same thing. Get the same thing, and that's yeah. and they're making it there too, which is great. So let, let's. I want. I want to do a two A on on the issue of salsa. Salsa. So. Like jarred salsa at the grocery store or the fresh pico salsa that you get in the refrigerated section? I don't know. I don't like both of those. Really? I know. I'd rather I really, like, I like the pico with the cilantro and the onions. I like and it. It's fresh salsa. Not the, I cannot stand the like runny red. Like you get at the tom- yeah, like places. Like chili. Occasionally I would take or the whatever it is. stuff that's in the little plastic thing you're talking about and put it in the blender and just chop it up a little bit more. Yeah. Well, that's, that's pretty good. But I actually like it just like that. I like it. I mean, I it's, I'll eat it like that. It's probably the fresh cilantro and the onion that I gets it for cilantro. me. Yeah. You know, if you ask for cilantro at Chipotle, you go back to Chipotle. It's not even like a Mexican, <laughs> like a full. I, just, I have it every Sunday. Um, okay. Yeah, no, no, I like, I like. I like just making salsa. It sounds like neither one of those float your boat. Okay. Um, Next item, number three, a bowl or a burrito? I like like putting all my stuff in a bowl no matter what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Just blended in all the flavors. I feel like burritos always fall apart. So I'm going to, I'm going to. Mainly like a taco shell instead. If I go to (laughs) Chipotle, it's all about the bowl. Oh, yeah. The only place that I would ever do the burrito is Moe's. And I don't know why, because they just seem well, to. They do, to do bowls right. too. Yeah, yeah, but I would never, I would never go there. 
I only, I only, and I saw that Wes did the burrito or the bowl, and well, you know, actually, he tried to influence us to go to the bowl, and I, I didn't did, want to go to the bowl. I think we did bowl and burrito because probably Chipotle on the mind. But if I'm going to a Mexican place, I mean, the the way they do the burritos, they're not the burritos. Obviously, you're gonna pick up. Yeah, they're smothered in yeah queso and mole yeah. and. You have oh, to cut I would it. love to take a bath in that thing. You have to cut it. You <laughs> yeah. have to, you, you cut it. Oh, so, it's so good. I, you know what I do with the bowls at Chipotle? You get the to-go container on top, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you get a really good person behind the counter, they put the guacamole on. Under the cheese. And then put the cheese on top. So it doesn't stick on top. So it doesn't stick on top. Well, but what I'll, I'll do is you put that top on it and you shake it. Oh, yeah. You shake it up. I realized in my, um, my studies that... Depends on which order you ask it for. At least in St. Mary's. If I ask for cheese and guac, mm-hmm. they put on. If I ask for guac, then cheese, mm-hmm. they put the cheese on top, and then you'll get guac sticking on top. This you could, okay over there? Yeah. I, the, my leg where, I, where I, I, I had a little bit of road rash started bleeding, and I don't want to bleed all over your kitchen. You should, that's why you <laughs> shave your legs. Do you need a paper towel? Um, no. It seems like it slowed down. I'm good. I'm good. You can sit back down. So I, I, you were right. You were absolutely spot on that we're going to go. We're going to go way deep with all of this stuff. Um, I would I would take the bowl and shake it up. But also, did you know that if Chipotle this could be Chipotle hack time, is instead yeah, that's for a tortilla, you always, you can get a tortilla. But if you ask them to deconstruct things and give it to you in the little things, you get more stuff. Oh, you, so you're one to, of those guys to go. If you get it to go and say no, no, they'll put everything in the little because they can't because they fill the container up. You can get, like, if you get two tacos, you can basically get four tacos out of it. Oh, man. So I don't do that, but what I do, one of the things my, that my go-to move is I want half chicken, half steak. Mm, that's good. I Be- love that at Moe's. Because you get more meat. Because oh, yeah. they don't know how to measure out the, the spoon <laughs> thing. It's like they're, like, confused when you say I want half of this and half of that. So they basically just take a spoon of the steak and a spoon of the chicken, although I haven't done that in a long time. This is time. basically a, like a Chipotle, not a Mexican food. <laughs> Um, okay, so last one, hard or soft tacos. It's not a Chipotle one. Oh, they do hard and soft tacos? I think I've gotten tacos once in my life at Chipotle. Yeah, you can. I don't, I've never had them, but I know they do them. If I'm making tacos at home, I'm... Ew. Yeah, I'm bleeding all over the place disgusting. over here. Um, I'm doing like corn, uh, tor- corn uh, soft tacos at home. Okay, you like the corn tortilla? I love corn tortillas. I like, okay. you know, putting them in the pan. Uh, until recently, I've been doing the American tacos at home. But, like, you put the the, uh, the freaking box crap in the packet. Yeah. But for, it's mainly been because of efficiency with Rona and being busy. Mm. But I usually, I like, I like to go all out and make, like, um, street tacos at home. Shrimp, fish, or uh, carne asada. Oh, you're making me hungry for, like, uh, no, we should food. do tacos. This we this haven't done hot dogs in a while either. <laughs> Um, um, I would go. No, what did you answer? Soft tacos? The corn soft, right? Corn soft. That was yeah. Your, that was I even have little taco holders now. <coughs> got I would, birthday. You got little taco holders? Oh, yeah. Let me Jeff see them. Come hold your hands up. <laughs> oh, no. The little ones, you know, you put them on your. Yeah, like a little triangle tray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, I would definitely go soft tacos, the hard tacos, but <laughs> I'm of the age that uh, when I was growing up and I was, you know, in my single digits to my early double digits. And that was the age where when you had tacos, you had your mom had to fry them in the pan. And then you had to roll them up with all the grease on them and stick a toothpick through them and all kind of crazy stuff. There was none of this like stuff where you could just go and buy a taco. Uh, and it was it was a whole different world way back, way back. So 
Um, but I would definitely go soft tacos, but I am a flour guy. Mm. Flour power. I, I mean, I got flowers in there for tomorrow night. I don't. Taco I don't, Wednesday for us. I don't. I don't. I don't know why that is. The the corn just seems like gritty and tough to me. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I think you have to have a f- hankering for the corn. And I would have a real hard time getting these teeth through something <laughs> gritty and tough right well, now. Well, I think if you heat up, if you, because I put the corn in a pan. I've stopped, like you put, I've stopped bleeding, so just oh, so you good. Know. Okay. You get, uh, whatever all over my house. <laughs> uh, get my clean lady in here, which is me. Um, I do. What's really good is I like kind of like just almost burning the hard shells they get kind of brown so they're really really crisp they just kind of have like a different flavor when they get a little burnt we're going way off on food but you know what i did before i left to come over here i made i made the grilled cheese oh i love grilled cheese i made a grilled cheese and here i've i have altered my i think i may have reached perfection oh yeah i want to hear your recipe it's it's mayonnaise instead of butter on the outside of the bed using mayonnaise instead of butter yep on everything and then and then um instead of like the the sliced cheese sprinkly sprinkly cheese the sprinkly cheese because inevitably what will happen mm-hmm. is when you flip it is some of that sprinkly cheese falls out the of the edges the and then it gets crunchy and it's all yeah 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 we need we need to you stop. know what i learned about we uh should start a third oh podcast. i got one last thing for that <laughs> a bad food podcast so <laughs> yeah sprinkly cheese instead of uh just slice whatever uh, all right you ready for this one yeah i'm about to blow your mind okay go ahead all right so you do your uh you put your first piece of bread down um Get it all toasty. You put not toasty. You put it down. You put your sprinkly cheese, uh-huh. and then you put your next piece of bread. Let it get to a point where it's just starting to melt, so it's not going to come apart. Uh-huh. Then your uh, you got your top piece, mayonnaise or buttered or whatever. Mm-hmm. Put some sprinkly cheese on that. Put <gasps> a piece of foil over it. Let it melt a little bit, just so it's got some uh, rigidity. Uh-huh. Flip it. Let that cheese on the bottom repeat on the other side. Oh, you'll thank me. Oh, that is brilliant. Because you know how you like the cheese when it gets out of the. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you could probably then then take it and just put a little pre-sprinkled cheese on top of the other one. Oh yeah, no, and then flip it again. Cheese, bread, cheese, bread, cheese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Oh, yeah, and you get the crispiness, and you can it won't burn if you do it right. Oh, I'm all over that. But the foil helps mid temperature. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the foil helps that first uh, the the one you're about to flip kind of just hold together, and if you do it right. And then the f- you do it again and get it kind of melted. Our grilled cheese game is on point. High five. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I learned that off the YouTube years ago. Multiple YouTubers. <laughs> nice. nice. Anyway, this is now the food podcast. A I bad. do love to cook. I did a low country boil last night. Did you really? Why don't you invite me to dinner? Well, it was just for two. I needed to test it out. Mm. I'm going to do it for a bunch of people with uh, crawfish, well, Just too. me and you. That's two. <laughs> I wouldn't do it here. Jess actually, <laughs> she didn't really want it, and then she loved it. Uh, anyway. Um, we, we're over our hour. We, we went oh, off on Mexican we, food. We, this oh. is, we just went crazy on Mexican yeah, food. Well, hopefully everyone's eating now. Do you have anything else to talk about before we shut this down? No, right. I'll, I'll know when uh, Marcus listens to this because he's going to call me about that uh, <laughs> salsa <laughs> issue. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening to this episode of Mid-Atlanta Gravel Travel and Dirt. This is a listener-supported podcast by some incredible people on Patreon or PayPal. Our show can be found wherever you find your favorite podcast. No need to go searching anywhere in particular, because if you listen to podcasts, your podcast player of choice will have and feature Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. How can folks get in touch with us, Joey? Uh, old JC. Um, actually, we should we should do the we should actually have Wes call in or dub over this part. Yeah, after we or pull an old one. I was going to do that this last week, but um, I, I got really busy with work. It'll so. probably take us two more months to get a hold of him again. Yeah. 
Uh, our website is graveltraveldirt.com, which is getting a lot of traffic because some bandwidth thing got broken the other day. <laughs> That's or, true. <laughs> um, so we're starting to see. <laughs> finally had more than like two visitors at once. Uh, but again, graveltraveldirt.com. It's going to be the new Mid-Atlantic gravel resource for everything. Hey, I got can I raise my hand for a minute? I do have something I want to talk it's about. It's your podcast. Talk, you talking about you the website. Um, I'd love to get some feedback on how people would feel. I don't want to like blather the website with advertising, but you know, we, we do a lot of hard work and it's hard to monetize these things. So if we put a little Google ad on there, I'm just hoping it wouldn't, I'd love to hear from people whether that's something they would find intrusive or if they would kind of welcome it. Cause you don't have to click on it. If you don't, it's not something that interests you. I click on everything. Well, I hear my, yeah, I love you. (laughs) Um, so I, I've been thinking about that with the database, if we could figure out a way to, because we are, as you said, I got the bandwidth allocation notification <laughs> that a lot of people have been visiting the website and I had to up the ante there on that game. So Yeah, we should, um, we need some mid-Atlantic companies. Yeah, but I don't, I don't want to, we could just do a Google ad. I don't want to. A Google ad? I was talking about like, you know, throwing some rich play on there, maybe some yeah, cutaway. Could. Yeah, we could. Uh, um, brackish cycles. I just don't. <laughs> that's now Missoula, Montana company. Isn't it? Um, I, I don't want to piss people off with advertising. And I never, I, I don't, this is not our intent, but it does help to keep us kind of going when we monetize. So anyway, go ahead. Right back to you, Joe. Um, we'll just ask for a half drive ratchet. Um, or half inch. Uh, anyway, which I think is down in the boat. Um, our gram is at mid Atlantic GTD. Our phone number, which we got a lovely voicemail today on is four one zero. Two three one three eight five zero, and then we have a hashtag out there. Figure it out. Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out. Figure it out. The letter can't throw it back. Uh, Mid Atlantic gravel travel and dirt is recorded this week, as it has been the last few weeks, right here in Joey's kitchen, um, over his kitchen table. Over where, the, I almost blew up this last week. Where there is always some lovely flowers on. I the always table. get my wife flowers. So, thanks for riding along, everyone. Until next time, do good, be nice, go slow, respect others, and stay healthy. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.